Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashonda Dixon. And today we're going to be talking about knowing your worth. So what in the world does that mean? You know, people say it all the time, but I think there's so many different facets of what that means. If I had to say the first thing that comes to mind, especially in the black community, is is salary Mm -hmm. and wages Mm -hmm. and, you know, being paid what you're worth. Yeah. But then I think we can also go to other parts of that of romantic relationships. I I just wouldn't know where to start. Where would you start? (laughs) Uh, I mean, let's let's talk about let's talk about salaries, because I remember a few years ago we had an experience. I lived in D.C. and you were living in Dallas at the time, I believe. Yeah. But you and mom and until you maybe came up for a weekend to D.C. where the nonprofit I was volunteering with, they were having an event. Yeah. And you met a bunch of people (laughs) and you were like. So I was shocked. (laughs) Okay, so we're not going to say names and everything. Right, right. But this organization, it was a bunch of professionals. Yeah, black, young professionals in D.C. And so I was thinking, so I'm from Texas, mind you. The cost of living in Texas at the time, you could buy like a nice house for 150 grand. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. I made okay money, but... I I met these group of people and I was like, they must be balling, right? Like they got to be making bank. And so I don't know how we got to talking about it. Do you remember how we started talking about it at all? I don't. I don't. I really don't know. But uh, so we were like introducing ourselves. This was the first time that I had really been introduced to this group. And it was something that my sister had been a part of for a while. And so she's really close to some of the individuals there. And I don't know how we started talking about salaries, but someone said their salary. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) that's all you make? Yes. I mean, these. I mean, it, it wasn't that they didn't have the job. What what I was comparing, mm-hmm. where they had these titles, where I knew in Texas counterparts yeah. with similar titles, similar experience, mm-hmm. and less education, who made substantially more than yeah. the people that I had talked to at the event. Yeah, and I would say that that was. I mean, that was actually the first time I had really thought about it in that context mm-hmm. because. In that group, we never talked about yeah. our salaries. I mean, I remember the guy I was dating at the time. He he had told me his salary, and, you know, I didn't think it was that high because he was, like, several years older than me, mm-hmm. but I was also making around the same. So I knew there was something off about the situation, but I didn't realize like why and I had my own issue with this yeah. when I first yeah. graduated yeah. college like I was making basically below the poverty line yeah so so I would tell you I actually read a study and a lot of people talk about the wage gap right so we understand that there's a wage gap between females and males mm-hmm. and blacks and whites and even Asians like if you look at this numbers actually the Asian population makes more money than Blacks and Hispanics. Oh, um, I didn't know so, that. I didn't yeah, know that. yeah. And so we talk about this all the time, but we don't really talk about how it happens. We don't talk about how it happens, and when you're experiencing it, who do you talk to yeah. about I, it? I would say this is this is a echoing theme of mm-hmm. the conversations we don't have. Right. Uh, right. Corporate America taught us, by the way, it was our employers that said, "Oh, it's taboo to talk about salary." And they are also the ones who are telling you this is what you're worth. When they make yep. you an offer, they're yep. telling you this is what we believe that your skills and your experience that is worth That is correct. To us. And, and, and so it, it is definitely a conflict of interest. And why they told people 
not to discuss salaries, had nothing to do with relationships and, and things, but it was because employers were paying people unfairly and they knew it and they didn't mm. want their workforce shady. to find out. Right? That's so right? shady. But, but I would relate that to a couple of things. We are we were talking about before how financial advisors get paid off commissions, mm-hmm. conflict of interest big time. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, same thing. And And so I did want to say, I did read an article and they talked about how the reason for the wage gap wasn't necessarily race or discrimination or, or prejudice, but certain types. So, so for instance, women are more caring and nurturing by nature. And so when they're given an opportunity, they mm-hmm. tend to take it and not ask for more, whereas males... We don't negotiate. Yeah, That's well, real. Males That's actually real. will say, I'm worth more, and I yeah. believe I'm worth more, and you need to know that I'm worth more, and yeah. they would make more just for that factor alone. Right. And people don't realize, too, it's like in a negotiation, the worst that could happen is the person could say no. <laughs> that was actually a lesson from mom oh growing my. up. Um, so my mom, actually, when I was younger, I was very intimidated by her. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I was scared. She's going to do something. I don't know what I thought. <laughs> that was really your logic. <laughs> that was not. <laughs> it lo- was. I was not. I was not afraid of mom. I was terrified. <laughs> and so, well, and mom knew it. Mom knew it. So yeah. I, I remember having this conversation. I'll never forget this conversation. She actually came to me and she's, I wanted something really, really bad. And I was like, okay, I'm going to ask her. And I, I like built up the courage. It took like weeks to build up this courage to ask her. <laughs> and so I finally get to her and I was like, mom. Can I please, please, please? I just really want it. And I told her what I wanted. And she was like, yes. And I was like, that's it? Right. Weeks. That's all? And she said to Shonda, you know, I've come to know about you. If you come to me, that means you really, really, really want it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'll probably say yes because you only come to me if it's like. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and so in that, uh, she told me, and, and this was a lesson that she wanted me to learn. She said, the worst thing people can ever tell you when you're asking for something is no. That's real. And That's her, no does facts. not hurt that bad. Right. It, I mean, sometimes it can be a little sting or something, but you can get over that. Number one, like if they say no, that just means no, you can't have that increase. I like to look at no as like, it's more of a not yet, yeah, right? Not in right situations yep. like that, it's like, no, you can't have that to come in with, but we're still offering you the job, right? Yeah. I mean, they didn't rescind their offer unless they did, but, you yeah. know, it's not, it's something that you can recover from. Yeah. And I, and I would say, too, that in a salary perspective, now you set the expectation. Yes. It's, yes, I yes. know I'm worth more. I'm yes. coming to you. And if you decide to stay, even if they tell you no, right. everyone else knows I expect this. And I, mm-hmm. I can actually tell you, I actually had an employee that reported to me. And when she was hired, she asked for a certain salary. Mm-hmm. We didn't give her that salary, but she took the job. Yeah. And her negotiation for the job was, I know this position and what I'm going to bring to the table is worth more. Yeah. And she said, I'm going to prove myself. This was, I'm going to prove myself to make sure that you know that I know that mm-hmm. I'm worth more. Yeah. And that I deserve more. And at the time we hired, we were like, oh, sure, we'll mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get there. We'll we'll work through it, which is typical. Yeah, they're going to say <laughs> that. Of course, speak. of course, yeah, whatever. But so the next year, actually, so the next year, mm-hmm. we were going to promote her. She had done phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We were going to promote her. And we wanted to offer her some less money yeah. uh, for her promotion. And she came to me and she said, this is terrible. I'm not accepting it. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, 
wow, what are we going to do? <laughs> and and by right, the way, at that point she has leverage. Exactly. She understood that we needed her. Yeah. And, and that's going back to knowing your worth. She understood mm-hmm. that. And what did we do? We went back to the drawing board mm-hmm. and we actually gave her more than she requested. Because yep. at that time we knew that we had to show her that we were as committed to her as she was, had been to us and the value that she gave to us. And we knew that we'd have to go out and, and hire more people. So we would, the cost of acquiring a new yeah. person and training them up and, and, and the downtime that would incur. Exactly. And, and so it is so important. And, and so kind of back to the subject it, from a salary perspective, it is so important to know, hey, I'm actually worth this because if you're worth it, people are going to pay you that. Right. And how do people find out how much they're worth? Because I feel like that's like the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done a lot of research in this because I've also struggled in my career making sure that I understood my worth. And I'll get back to that. But there are guides in your particular field. Mm -hmm. There's always something. So for technical staff, not just technical, but like accounting professionals, Mm -hmm. technical like IT positions, Robert Half actually publishes a salary guide every year. Mm -hmm. And it's actually normalized for every state in the country. It has a Canadian version as well. So Robert Half does it. There are a lot of other resources like Glassdoor, salary.com. There's there's tons of things that you can do, but also getting out now and researching the positions that are available in your city, a lot of them will have a range now because they know that that's an expectation. Yeah, and I would even charge people to like talk to your friends yeah. and, you know, have the open conversation. I kind of used to get offended when my friends would ask me a salary because it kind of felt like a competition, mm-hmm. but really like we're all in this together and it's good to know like what's going on at a certain company, maybe they're competitors to yours, yep. maybe they're, you know, you might want to go there in the future. So at least you know what you're getting yourself into. And one thing I want to talk about is one of my jobs, I did negotiate my salary. But what they did, they were slick with it. What happened? I want to know. So (laughs) they, instead of increasing my salary, they gave me a larger sign-on bonus. Okay. And lesson learned now, I didn't know at the time. I was like, yeah, they're going to give me some money. I'm going to, you know, have this money right away. But then the next year when I didn't have that money, it was kind of like I had a decrease in yeah. pay. Yeah. So I would always tell people now to don't take the sign on bonus. Number one, it's going to get taxed like hell anyways. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, it's not as much money as it feels like it's going to be. So I would tell people to negotiate that amount into your salary because if you now get a 2% increase on your salary the next year, that's an increase on that whole amount yeah. and not just whatever the yeah. smaller not amount Not to say, though, I, I don't want to say that you don't want to take an opportunity that's there. You um, have the option to switch it around, though. Yeah. I would tell yeah. people that. The reason I would say that, too, is because overall it increases your bottom line and for employers actually things like sign-on bonus doesn't come out of a salary's expense Mm -hmm. so their ratios and how they determine what they can spend it's different so the same for going in as an employee versus going in under a contractor it's a different expense there's leverage ratios Mm -hmm. that a company needs to take in consideration if they're especially if they're financed in any way so not just salary. Salary is important, so knowing your worth, but also identifying different ways that they can compensate you that may not yes. attack yes. their bottom line. Yeah, you can sometimes negotiate how many days off you get a year. Yep. You can sometimes negotiate how much they're contributing to your retirement fund. Yep. Those are many different avenues to negotiate, but I think the bottom line is like the offer that they're putting out 
is not their best and final. Not at all. <laughs> so, Never. So test the waters in whichever way you can. And if they say no, they say no. But yeah. at least you tried. And, you know, who knows? You might be better off by doing so. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to leave this topic without talking about the other space. Yeah. The relationships. Oh, yes. <laughs> so so everybody kind of talks about, oh, I'm worth this in, in my profession, in or my maybe business. maybe should we save that to a next episode? Because we're already at 13. <laughs> I mean. That's a juicy episode. It, it, it could be a juicy episode, yeah. Let's do it next. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So until next time, y'all, we're signing off. I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And, and we, we are Black Girl, Girl Fly. Fly.